0: You're listening to the Scripture Union Northern Ireland Podcast and we're back with our final episode for this year. I'm your host, Phil Howe, the Training and Resources Manager for SUNI. And it's been a pleasure to be able to chat to you lovely people. Uh, And can I say a very public and a very massive thank you to Shannon Smiley, who's been our media intern this year. Uh, She's standing right in front of me looking all awkward now. Uh, But it's been great for her to get your feedback and people saying how well put together this is. Uh, And that's down to her patience and perseverance every month. So thank you, Shannon. And we're actually looking for a new media intern. So if you like videoing, editing, photos, podcasts, uh, whilst getting a year to grow in your love and knowledge of Jesus Christ, then apply now at suni.co.uk forward slash suni intern. The aim of the podcast is to hopefully equip and inspire you good listeners in making God's good news known to children, young people and families. And to help us to do that this month, we're going to be hearing from Big Boss Man Director General Damien Wharton. Following on from last month's Bible Engagement Chat with Jeff Gon. we're going to hear his Bible Reflection. And then hear from Kathy, formerly Craig, but now she's married. It's Kathy Crossgrey. And she will be talking about how to use our summers for Jesus. But first, let's talk to Damien Wharton, our Gen director. Uh, I'm sure if staff are listening in the car, they're probably saluting right now that's kind of the training you, you <laughs> drill so. into us. but welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, so we're going to talk about compelling communication, kind of how do we talk to like how we talk to one another is important, but how we share the good news of Jesus is such a compelling story. Um why do you think Damien God's good news is the most compelling story that we should be trying to communicate
1: mm-hmm. Well, I guess I've heard. God's Good News story since I was tiny. So I went to Boys Brigade, I went to Sunday school, and all through that time there were moments where I was hearing God's Good News. And throughout my whole life, God's story is something that has impacted me like nothing else. And I guess I've also had the privilege of sharing God's Good News story with thousands and thousands of people, whether that be in large crowds or small groups or even in a one-to-one situation. And as you share God's story, there's something incredible happens as people hear it, maybe for the first time or for the 20th or the 30th time, there are those moments where either it just sinks in uh, deeper into their hearts or there's kind of those moments where just the penny drops, it like makes sense, or there's those light bulb moments where, wow, this is God's story and this is the impact it can have in my life. And just the beautiful transformation you see, uh, not only in their lives but then with their families and with their friends and uh, in their communities or schools or their workplaces god's story just has this huge impact whenever it's communicated and i think as well we, when we look at the world we're living now yeah there's some brilliant things happening but actually there's some tough things going on as well. Mm. You know, there's confusion, there's destruction, there's war, there's also that sense of despair in some people's lives. And I think when we have this opportunity to bring God's good news alive, there's hope and there's love and there's peace, and it has this ability, I think, just to cut right through and bring light into the darkness.
0: Now, part of the, the new strategy is to share... The SE&I story better, but that's just a, p- a byproduct of staff and volunteers getting out there and sharing this good news. And um, why do you think it's important for people to hear SU's story?
1: I think we believe that God has given us a vision, it's a big vision, and that's to reach out to all children, young people, and their families with God's good news. And that's I guess, highly unlikely to happen if we just keep that to ourselves, (laughs) you know. And and I think sometimes we might have this idea at Scripps Union, everybody knows who we are, everybody knows what we do, and actually don't. There's Mm. a whole stack of people out there who don't really know what Scripps Union does and who we are. And so we want to communicate that message and get it out there. And I think it's important to remember as well that yes we have a story in Scripture Union but that is truly ingrained into God's story so I think when we as staff and volunteers share that story actually we're sharing God's good news story as well and we want to encourage local churches and we want to inspire school teachers in what they're doing. We want to journey alongside children's workers and youth pastors. And we want to communicate ultimately a message of hope. And, and also, I don't see us as what some would say a power church organisation. I see that we are a missional part of God's church, you know, his bride. And so in all that we say, in all that we do, I want us to reflect Christ being the light that he's called us to be.
0: And I think that's important for people to hear about what S U does because it can spur people on in their mm. own situations in their own contexts um, to know what God's doing across the country through schools ministry through camps and missions. Just probably we have update for people, how have we been seeking to improve our communication?
1: Huh. Well, I think it was important for me when we put our strategy together that communication was definitely a part of that, and and out of that came this concept of compelling communication. We don't just want to say things for the sake of it, but actually we want to communicate for a purpose and for a reason and to move things forward. And uh, we've got a long way to go, but I'm encouraged by some of the things that we have done. You know, we've pioneered and developed this podcast, you know, for <laughs> starters, so well done, Phil, and, and for Shannon in the background for all the work that she does. We're continuing to connect with our supporters through Prayer Focus, and that's a wonderful way to be able to communicate to them and share with them, and knowing that what we communicate fuels their prayers, and using social media in more effective ways, and, and developing a plan for for regular supporter updates. And, and we want to invest uh, into the way we communicate across the whole movement. So from September, really excited to say that we're going to be advertising for a brand new role to join the Scripps Union team. We're looking for a communications coordinator, somebody who's going to help us take all of our communication to the next level
0: that's an exclusive for the
1: podcast that is an exclusive for the podcast so <laughs> so watch out the advertisement will be coming out in september but maybe you know somebody already and you could let them know that's going to be coming out and i think ultimately god has called us to be communicators of his good news story that great commission was go you know go and tell people and so we want to tell people we want to tell people his good news story uh, by what we say and also what we do and therefore we want to dig deep but we also want to move forward.
0: Yeah, and we're image bearers, aren't we? So, you know, we, we speak good news because we want to reflect God sharing his good news with us.
1: Finally, you were the
0: first person uh, to be interviewed on the podcast. it was way back September, October time. How have you seen the, the strategy play out since that moment? Like, what, what encouragements have there been for you
1: mm. in the past year? Because that probably seems like a lifetime ago. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think earlier this week we had a staff day away where we got together and had an opportunity to, to look back and, and reflect and review our strategy, where we're at so far. And as well as that, we spent time looking forward as well to the next year, but we're only nine months in. Which seems incredible, really, to think some of the things that have already happened. But I'm encouraged by a number of things that um, have come into play. So we've got a new E3 area established, which is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, two new ones already in the pipeline as well. Um, we've got training resource department established. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we've um, got uh, just developing our volunteer program in how we help them and support them and encourage them in all that they're doing. Uh, growth in our in- intern program. There's more children, young people, having the opportunity to hear and respond to God's good news, which is the most important thing ever.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. And obviously for your role as a General Director, it'll be great for the listeners to be able to to pray for you. So what is the best way to be praying for for you and the Ministry of SU? I was
1: was reminded once again this week that we're in such a privileged position to be working in hundreds of schools, to be leading over 40 camps and missions this summer, developing new resources for teachers, youth pastors, children's workers, Sunday school teachers and church leaders. So for me first, I want to pray some prayers of thanks Mm. you know lots has happened and so let's thank god for the many opportunities he's giving us to share his good news story and then I think two specific things to pray into uh, let's pray for our E3 schools workers and the church teams as as they come to the end of what's been an incredibly busy term, leading lessons assemblies and scripts union groups that they finish well and have yeah. a, a wonderful time over summer and come back refreshed and pumped and ready for, for a new term and, and then let's also pray for our camps and missions, we have over 1,000 volunteers which is phenomenal yeah. <laughs> that will serve over Seven thousand children, young people, and their families this summer—that's just unbelievable. So let's pray for them. Let's pray for safety and protection. But, but more than anything, as we've been talking about God's good news, let's pray that this message of His good news is shared appropriately and effectively, and that young people have the opportunity to respond to His message.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, Stephen. And that's our hope, isn't it? When we talk about compelling communication, it's easy to communicate it's something that compels people uh, and that compels them to uh, put their trust in Christ. So let's hope that they do that over the summer and beyond. Yeah. Thank you. We head over now to Geoffrey Gaughan,
2: for he leaves in August. Jeff, over to you. I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. But only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. It's taken from 1 Corinthians 3 verses 6 to 9. For me, the last eight years have been an adventure. This August, I hang up my boots as an E3 Fermanagh and Five Mile Town schools worker. And boy, that's going to be a sad day. I have loved these past eight years. I've loved Fermanagh. I've loved its incredibly beautiful lakes. i loved its friendly, caring and welcoming people. I loved my job as I got to go into schools, taking assemblies, RE lessons and SU groups and share with children, young people and staff from the Bible I've loved getting to have conversations with young people who didn't believe what I believed but were willing to engage in a conversation about it. I've loved sharing with teens about God's love, care and purpose for them. I've loved working alongside churches and seeing their strong heart for mission. I've loved working alongside what I think has to be one of the best staff teams in the world. For me, it was a joy to be co-workers in God's service together in this way. But most of all, I have loved seeing God at work as he has made things grow. It has been eight years of sowing and watering, but it is God who makes things grow. I'm thankful for the privilege to have been able to see growth, and that is only God's doing. So let's give God the glory for all the work he is doing right across this country as we join together to pray in the month ahead.
0: And now we're joined in the studio with Kathy, formerly Craig, now Crossgray, If I got that right? Yes, well done. Phil. Good, thanks. Well done. Um, I, I want to share one of your prayer points recently that you gave us, which is, I need to learn how to live with a boy. Um, how is <laughs> how, <laughs> how is that going?
3: His grace is very um, is being tested. He's doing really well. <laughs> very good. Something with me.
0: Good. And so you've been yeah, married and uh, well so far. <laughs> Honeymoon and now you're back into the reality and gearing up for camps and missions. How is yeah. the department at this stage?
3: Really busy, and um, so the office is a hive of activity. It's kind of been that way since April, on the whole way through to to now and there's so many insurance forms and references to chase up access ni forms to be processed all manually there's lots to do there's hoodies there's first aid kits the place is chaos at the minute and with all these different things to be organized and in the midst of it all we're trying to think through to summer 2020 and what that might look like and any new plans that we might want to put in place we need to be thinking about them now and making sure that people are in place and we're also gearing up to for our training and commissioning event which is on the 21st of June and team leaders then on the ground as well. They'll be getting ready, preparing, getting talks ready, and um, booking activities, writing the small group materials, cutting out craft, getting flyers through doors, communicating with parents. Everybody in the camps, missions, staff, volunteers. At this point, it's just it's just very busy, but but good.
0: And what is your what's your hope? What's your dream for the summer?
3: I guess it's the same as what it is throughout the year as well. We focus so much on the summer because that's when most of our camps, missions take place. And um, but we want the children, young people who come along to, to get it to get Jesus even if it's just for a morning even if it's just for an afternoon if they're calling into a mission where they're passing for a couple of hours we want them to grasp that Jesus loves them that he has come to earth to search for them we want children and young people to discover him in his word and in prayer we want um, the volunteers just to ooze ooze Jesus Uh, we want it to be more than just a story but we want it to be a story that they're part of um, and we want our volunteers just to to do that well and them to be empowered and realize that actually god works through them and they can do that even beyond their week or two weeks um of mission
0: yeah because it can be a real significant time for people can't it in, mm-hmm. in, in, on their journey as well it's not just Absolutely. about the, the children and young people and what can people be praying for
3: oh there's so many things and um, i guess spiritual warfare even as a team leader myself i realized that was such a massive massive part we are in a battle. Yes, we are surrounded maybe by 20 or 30 other Christians who are serving alongside us, but actually we need protection. And we need to be prepared ourselves spiritually. Yeah. and We need to have unity within the team. And negativity can sometimes take a real foothold and just be, be divisive. So just spiritual protection over our volunteers. Safety too, with thousands of children, young people out there and volunteers. We want parents to be sending their kids along to somewhere that's safe and they can trust. So just safety over all things. And um, we want our volunteers to be protected too, no tummy bugs um, or colds. Because if, if volunteers go down, it spreads like wildfire, and um, so we can't ring for a substitute teacher or anything like that so we need everybody to stay healthy and i guess just when when you're on a team and you're serving you realize that the volunteers and team leaders just have a real heart for the children young people so um like prayer times with them you realize that their prayers are so bold and so big so just i'd love to pray that their prayers are heard and answered yeah yeah and that their expectations are blown i guess
0: and why do you think it is important for for christians to use opportunities obviously it's incredible you know god is gracious to us every year about twelve hundred volunteers kind of mm-hmm. helping out why is it important for Christians to use opportunities like camps and missions obviously other organisations are available mm-hmm. um, but to use those those opportunities that are there
3: I guess when we think of our camps and missions with Script Union specifically like volunteering there are so many opportunities to serve in many different teams but I think all of our volunteers and I certainly know coming up through I've experienced that I realised that God can work in ways that I maybe didn't expect before and it's not just on that week of mission as I said before but it's in, in church Afterwards, and um, it's a real—I suppose it ignites something um, within you that, reali- that that helps you realize that, and it doesn't restrict God to just church. So I guess it, it blows our mind in terms of that as well. I think too for even local churches to realize that missions just not completely on them, but where that the, the camps of missions are working with them. And um, so, so local youth workers if they see a mission going on nearby, and um, would encourage you to get involved and see what else God can do. Or even there's some teams where it's whole families that. Come to serve. There's some of our camps. So the team leaders are husband and wife, and they bring their kids along. Or there's missions where the yeah. kids come along and, and have lunch with the team. And it's a it's a whole family affair. There's so many ways to to encourage children and families to get involved in mission too. So yeah, so many opportunities.
0: How can people still get involved? So I, at a church on Sunday, someone came up to me and said their grandson still wants to get involved. Like mm-hmm. is is the moment gone? Can they still book? What's available? What where do they need to go? What do they need to do?
3: Yeah. So at the minute it's only our volunteer applications that are closed. There's still some of our camps um, that have spaces for campers. So I would encourage anybody who uh, has a child or young person. P7 up now, all our, our younger primary spaces are gone. But P7 up, there are spaces. So go onto our website uh, and get a full list of the ones that are still available. The website is? www.seni.co.uk forward slash camps and for our missions the dates are available online for those as well and most of our, our missions have Facebook pages so you can see the times and the locations of where each of those ones meet um, and the website just... for that is www.suni.co.uk forward slash missions <laughs> you can register when you arrive you don't need to register before for most of them so you can just register go down and get a form at that point if you don't have a child or young person though you can still be part of the team because we need you to pray and it's so important that we have people across the country doing that for us so get on to prayer focus sign up for that on www.suni.co.uk i
0: love that you include all the w's it's great (laughs) um
3: so yeah get on sign up for prayer focus and you'll get a full list of the the prayer needs for campus submissions on there
0: across july and august brilliant thank you kathy and for those of you listening please do pray please do get involved and just thank you for your support so far so thank you so much kathy
3: not a problem thank you
0: So what a year it's been, nine episodes looking at issues ranging from illustrated faith to partnership in the gospel, from people development to the importance of prayer. If this is the first one that you've listened to, then why not go back and listen to them all? Uh, Feel free to pass it on, subscribe, leave us a review, In the words of Tesco, every little helps. God bless.